0: Welcome back to Bedina's Friends. <laughs> I'm so uncomfortable with this. I have a special guest today. My bestie, Alina. I don't know how to introduce friends, <laughs> one of my friends I've had for, I feel like, at least 10 years we've been friends. Probably, yeah. Oh, I guess at this point, yeah. I at guess this it would point, have been like, 10, like. A decade at least. In
1: terms of getting close friends, then, yeah.
0: Like, yeah. 10 years. So, Long term friend. Half our lives. Confident. Yeah. Half our lives. Hopefully. Yikes. Oh the continuing. Continuing mm-hmm. on. More than half. More than half. <laughs> How long we last. That's, that's true. You never know. You either what is that vin it's like you either get um Oh soldier you, boy, or what is that? It's it's like, fuck. You either crank that or get sold. No. <laughs> <and laughs> no. I think there's something like
1: you either live, like you either kill yourself or get killed.
0: Yeah. Something. So, right? And it's like do-do-do-do. Like, yeah, was like a vibe. Yeah. yeah. That's that's my motto. That's what's playing in my brain. Yes. At all times. Mm-hmm. Hey, I brought Hale today because I know that she knows a lot about pop culture, books, Mm-hmm. This woman reads. What was your Snapchat name? Was it Fuck a- <laughs> the Black Reader.
1: <laughs> I, I actually
0: like kind of embarrassed that we grew up in a generation where that started with Snapchat. Yeah,
1: me too. Like, I remember my sister ari Hers was she m- misquoted a Mean Girls quote, but like the part where they're like, no. "You can't sit like what oh, is it? You, you can't, can't sit with us. You can't sit with us." But my sister, her Snapchat name is You Can't Sit With Me. Like, completely oh, wow. butchered
0: the. No. And it's yeah. like, not. <sighs> mine was 50 Shades of Shade, so I think I have the worst one. Really? Yeah. Oh, no. And I don't know why I did that. Because <laughs> it's not funny. <laughs> and like, I get the Snapchat requests to this day still. Yeah. And, same. and, like, people just follow me. And, like, I remember this one guy snaps me. Mm hmm. And he was like, "I love Fifty Shades of Shay." I was like, "Oh!" oh. I screenshotted <laughs> that and kept it for the meme purposes. But I mean, some of the stuff you had saved on there—scandalous,
1: <laughs> scandalous. So, oh no, <laughs> you know too much. The branding of you—the branding—you versus in real life, bucket of oh, abstinence yeah. versus Fifty Shades of Shay. A- 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 D-
0: <laughs> yes. Well, Danica made that edit of me, like the 50 yeah shades of shade poster. <laughs> yeah. i edited my face. I made that like my profile picture, like yeah. my, all my friends and family.
1: Yeah. And I, I remember the few clips that you and the others would make. You had like these lips, these like oh, li-
0: the thing I will never <laughs> live down and we're starting the podcast with this. <laughs>
1: You had this like giant like pair of like lips like like cute like face lips like a giant pillow of that it's, like yes. fuzzy.
0: Um, I made a whip <laughs> out of duct tape at camp at summer camp. <sighs> there was like a chain of events. Mm. And I have a problem. <laughs> <laughs> yes. Yes. I have, <laughs> I have a problem with embarrassing myself and oversharing. Mm like it's kind of funny to me in the moment Mm. there's like the quick satisfaction of like oh this is funny like people notice this yeah and then there's the long-term effects and I will never live down the snapchat stories that Mm -hmm. transpired with me dancing around with my duct tape whip yes um yeah I don't know I think if I ever became famous that was the that would be the first thing that Brianna would leak. Yeah. And especially her. To, like, the shade room or whatever. Yeah, like, Danica yeah. posted that video. She made, like, she edited, like, you make it look like it's magic <laughs> over top of it. And no. posted it on her Instagram account, like, her public account. Like, this was, like, oh, yes. the tea, And, like, I remember um, this guy that I had liked saw it, and he was like, what the hell are you doing? <laughs> I was like, ow! Oh. Mm. It was funny in the moment! Yes. But Just, I feel like looking back, it's quite humbling. The, the innuendos that were involved that I don't even think I was consciously yeah. thinking of. <laughs> yep. But like also, Danica always would direct me. Mm-hmm. Our whole friendship is like her telling me to do something Yeah. while she films it to yes. embarrass me later on. So mm-hmm. I haven't learned much from that, but. The dichotomy between
1: Fifty Shades of Shade versus the Preacher Shay, we knew. She's she's there somewhere. I don't
0: know. (laughs) I'm very much like, sometimes I wish I was a Gemini sign so I could blame it on that. Oh, yeah. But I am definitely like two big personalities, I feel like. Yeah. Well, that's why you're a Libra Scorpio cusp, right? Libra Scorpio cusp. Like yeah, mouthful. Yes. I don't know. I I want to blame it on that. I want to blame it on the stars. <laughs> on the stars. <laughs> what's your moon and rising?
1: Um, let me check. <laughs> Where? <laughs> I need
0: to pick up my moon right now. You out. have okay. to be like
1: equipped for this. I know. This is. is something
0: every person I started working with has been asking me. Like, yes. not what's your name. Yeah. What's your What are your big three? What are your big three? It was telling me the other day in my chart that I have a crush on everyone right now. Do you? I guess that's the question. I feel like no. <laughs> I feel like not at all. <laughs> no. So it says sun and Libra, but it's like Scorpio, Libra, Cusp, Moon and Sagittarius. And mm-hmm. um, it's like ascending, the third one.
1: Yeah, ascending.
0: Libra again. Ooh, interesting. I, I like that you know things. I pretend I know. Yeah. I don't oh i know very little about mm. horoscopes yeah well i wouldn't say i know much but i feel like through
1: osmosis from other people yeah. talking about science and stuff i feel like i understand more even i even paid like monthly for like an astrology app and yes. stuff that like does like weekly like personal um podcasts for like your
0: rising and stuff so like you told that me about this. yes yeah. so channel learning you're yes. in a position where you're like trying to understand it I like it for the pop culture aspects. Yes, like, yes. I like that aspect of it, especially being a Scorpio is such a controversial sign. Yeah. I think it's funny.
1: It is. Which is you. I mean, not that you were trying to purposely be controversial, or that you even actually were, but people saw you as yeah. that in high school and middle school growing up.
0: Yeah, I, I know. We've talked about this before, but yeah, like, I don't know. I'm either, like, someone you like or you don't like it's kind of a toss-up and my my funny side can be (laughs) controversial I I don't know funny side doesn't sound like the best way to describe it Mm -hmm. and then like my spiritualness is also controversial to people
1: that's true
0: the way that I operate
1: yeah which I still think is funny because regardless either way you're still not necessarily even controversial in those ways anyway yeah which i always thought was really interesting yeah like Like, i'm
0: really not i'm very much just chill
1: i feel like i'm a
0: very much a gray area person though yeah and i think that is where the controversial aspect i can Mm -hmm. see it yeah because i'm comfortable with being in a gray area Mm -hmm. like i don't i don't know i'm comfortable with doubts i'm comfortable with not black and white truths Mm mm-hmm but, um, other people find that interesting, like, I don't know, maybe it's hard for them to balance themselves, mm-hmm. but, yeah, I don't know, I, what were we talking about, Snapchat? Yes. That's where we went off, but, um, oh, our, sh- our generation was, like, great right when that started happening. Yeah. So, all of us have embarrassing users.
1: We've read the last tween generation. Yeah. Because I see, like, in my YouTube recommendations nowadays, sometimes they'll be, like, it's like the death of the tween era and stuff like that Mm. and it's just like there's no more of that kind of like weird awkward phase anymore
0: yeah i find that so interesting
1: yeah it's just like people they go like people younger than us they go from like just like young kids like doing whatever kid shit they want to do but then they just immediately like grow up like they don't necessarily have like bad
0: phases or like and I am, ugly phases i am again. so happy we did my <laughs> i am obsessed with the middle school yeah phase like i love big math i love the idea of it <laughs> yeah it's so hu- funny like it's mm-hmm. such like not to say human condition but it's like a common thing everyone goes through yeah and i saw something recently people were making fun of um greta Oh Thunberg? Yeah, they were making fun of her outfit because she was talking about fast fashion. Uh, she's like, "This is like bad for the environment." If you don't think that's true, you lying to yourself. Mm-hmm. Um, she's speaking, mm-hmm. and she's wearing like leggings and like kind of a weird outfit. Like, she looks like a kid. Yeah. And people were like, oh, like, don't talk about fashion if you don't have fashion. And mm-hmm. I'm like, okay, this is like an activist child. Like, she's not... <laughs> I yeah. don't know. It was just, like, such a bad way to look at it. And mm-hmm. then people responding were like, you are the same people who make fun of kids for not being kids anymore. Yeah. Like, I respect Jojo Siwa for being... Wanting to be a kid yeah. longer than, like, growing up right away. Yeah.
1: Yeah. Like, I don't know, it's weird to me. Which, I feel like, in JoJo's case specifically, I feel like, for her especially as, like, a girl, like, at, and, like, becoming, like, a woman mm-hmm. nowadays, I feel like, in a way, that should be kind of the progression of what, like, girls should have the opportunity to do. Yeah. Because we're forced to grow up and mature faster quote-unquote well, yeah,
0: um even
1: though that's not actually what we're doing it's just we're forced to do that instead of being allowed to like, like stay a, childish it's like
0: a consciousness i feel like women mm-hmm. all experience where you realize like people look at you differently they make comments about the way you look your choices yeah. It's instantly boys will be boys like that kind of rhetoric like the misogyny of patriarchy you are confronted with it so quickly mm-hmm like instantly all the major trends have like an aspect that are like kind of sexualized or like mm-hmm. very grown. Yeah. It's scary. It
1: it is, which I feel like it like seeing like kids like on TikTok and stuff like that. Seeing like 12, 13 year olds that I would assume from like first glance for myself, I'd be like, "Oh, they're like my age or That's like so older." Weird. Yeah. Which I feel like it's not even their fault that is just the epitome of growing up as a Mm non-man and stuff which is like something i've had to deal with and stuff because i'm not a girl like i don't see myself as one anymore Mm -hmm. or i guess i never did because i realized things were different for myself and how i would be treated as young as i was like three years old like i've had people sexualize me from the time I was three I've had people sexualize more than like compliment me and stuff like that which very much informed how I grew up and the reason why it like during my middle school phase I was basically a red-pilled incel because I hated how I was treated so much as mm-hmm. a girl and I just didn't understand so I took
0: that out on women yeah and, that's something I've been kind of realizing because yeah the internalized misogyny is just as much of the battle because it's so easy. Like I'm so careful even addressing like what other women do mm-hmm. because I don't want to participate in like women can't have interests yeah. without being criticized. Like there was so much like for a long time my rhetoric, like the way I talk, would be like that's basic, that's so like mm-hmm. white girl like yeah, you know these things you say passively, but it is misogyny still yeah like. I would almost like criticize women who are super traditional, in a sense, Mm. because I was like, why would you do that? Like, you know, like there's that conflict on the inside, but yeah, like I agree with what you're saying. Yeah,
1: which is like also hard to grow up and look back, Mm -hmm. realizing all the ways that you've internalized all of that for yourself, because you recognize how you were wrong in that way, but it's also, you were wrong because you were... A product of something. Yeah. That you couldn't control and
0: still kind of can't and are still unlearning to this day. It is an unlearning thing. Like even yeah. I was thinking about like body neutrality is like a term I'm hearing more mm-hmm. instead of like body positivity, but like just being neutral in yourself and not mm-hmm. feeling as though like I don't know, I feel like it's a response to body 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 positivity. As in, like, oh, like, look how, like, curvy's better. Like, Mm. sometimes people, they take something that was not supposed to be that. I don't believe that body positivity, as it was being developed, started being a movement, Mm -hmm. was about a hierarchy. Yeah. But it has kind of developed into that way where it's like, oh, like, at least I have this asset. Like, like, putting worth on these physical things. And... I think about, like, language I'd use, like, calling my friends, like, a stick. hmm Or being, like, oh, my gosh, like, speed bumps, like, talking about other women in that <laughs> way. Yeah. And is it my fault for saying those things? Yes. Is it a part of the culture, the way that everyone talked? Yes. Mm-hmm. And I don't know, like, I almost feel like not speaking about other people is kind of the way to not do yeah, this. Like, yeah, I don't know. It's such a mind like it takes time to process it almost like if you yeah. really think about it yeah because it's even like oh that was 100 percent out of insecurity why would mm-hmm. you say that about someone i don't know yeah like you're thinking about yourself clearly mm-hmm. like the projecting mm-hmm. but yeah i don't know i feel like women it's so hard
1: yeah it's true like i feel like what you said about us this sort of like neutrality that we just don't Or, like, it's not that we don't talk about each other's bodies, but, like, having some sort of commentary on someone else's body Mm -hmm. that has, like, that bears nothing to you personally, I feel like that is kind of the way to go. Because even with a more body-positive, like, movement for myself personally, I still get super uncomfortable even Mm -hmm. if I have, like, if, like, other women or, like, people of other genders, like, compliment my body, like, even if it's, like, even though it's, like, the opposite, it's, like, a good thing, they're not, like, criticizing me or, yeah. like, being any weird way about my body, I still feel s- extremely uncomfortable. We don't, don't f-
0: want to be perceived. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Right to say. Yes. But, <laughs> but it is actually, like, living life This is gonna sound so stupid, but, like, mm-hmm. living life, you're just seeing through your eyes you're you know feeling through your senses Mm -hmm. and when someone like kind of confronts you about how that your outward appearance looks yeah it's almost like oh i forgot like i thought i was just like a spirit moving around you know what i mean yeah it's kind of like if you live your life not really like being so conscious about the way that you look how you're being perceived it's easier but when someone kind of like makes you have to think about it again like yeah. I don't know. I don't know if it's because, like, compliments are so often based in physical things. Yeah. It's kind of hard to not separate it. Mm-hmm. Like, the reaction. Yeah. Like, I don't know. Like, do you ever feel like if someone had said to you, like, like, I know for myself, when I was a kid, a lot of times people would talk about my weight fluctuating. Fluctuating. Mm. And they'd be like, oh, my god, what are you doing to lose so much weight? Yeah. And I was not actively doing <laughs> anything. Yeah. <laughs> like... <laughs> I don't know if you've ever experienced that before, like, I hate if someone comments about if I've lost weight, gained weight, because
1: of that now. No, I do too. I remember, especially during, like, first year university, there's this thing that I only learned of, like, that year, that people call freshman 15, which Mm -hmm. is basically in your freshman year of university or college, you either gain 15 pounds or lose 15 pounds, and for me, I ended up losing 30 pounds, um... During, like, the first few months I was at university. And I always had comments, like, people noticing that I was, like, losing weight and stuff like that. But that Mm -hmm. wasn't... Like you said, I wasn't doing that on purpose. It's a stress
0: reaction. That's why you say it. (laughs) It's a stress reaction.
1: I wasn't doing anything in particular to lose weight, regardless of, like, my relationship to my body and stuff. I wasn't actually doing anything actively to change how I looked and stuff. So it's weird when people are complimenting you or critiquing you on this thing that you didn't even think about yeah. and treating it as, like, something to applaud or something to, like, I do I know, because that's
0: the thing. It's, like, it's almost, like, the fat phobic aspect mm-hmm. of it. It's, like, even if you have the purest atten- intentions, that yeah. is always attached to it. If yeah. you compliment someone on weight loss. Like, in my mindset honestly i will never i never compliment me- people on losing weight yeah that sounds super mean right now yeah but if they as a human being ends up relapsing gaining weight looking different in like six months i feel better about not making them feel like they were praising them for doing that you know what yeah. i mean like i would rather think of ways to compliment people on like who they are what yeah. they bring to the table what i appreciate appreciate about them because it's not really what they look like that sounds so cheesy (laughs) (laughs) yeah like my the people i surround myself with are not it's not because of how they look
1: yeah yeah no that's definitely true i guess because body trends change so much but especially trends yeah the trends body like bodies are trends nowadays right and you
0: went were on tumblr i was not (laughs) Yeah, And I kind of, like, despite not being on Tumblr, everything on the internet kind of, like, happens in waves. Yeah. Like, TikTok is kind of the big app right now. Mm -hmm. So you see Reels, and they're a little bit dated on Instagram. Mm -hmm. And then from Instagram, a little bit dated, it shows up on Facebook. Like, it spreads out that way. Yeah. So you saw, like, the heroin, body chic, Tumblr, thigh gap moment. Yes. In real time. i, I saw a little later yeah. on <laughs> like what do you think that like influenced you at all or do you have thoughts
1: i mean with that stuff i definitely i definitely was on tumblr but i wasn't on tumblr for like i was more on tumblr for like fandom related reasons sure. with my interests and in stuff so that sort of specific stuff didn't end up on my like timeline or whatever it's called I forget what it's called but yeah. on Tumblr I would see but I would see that just as much stuff like on Facebook and Instagram and for me I always it was very strange like the stuff with like the whisper app or like just girly things oh and stuff like God. that those were like <laughs> like some of like the main perpetrators I would guess of mm. people like reposting the things they would see on those websites or like the things that they would perpetuate that way it was, like, very strange.
0: Um, Something about having the ability to be anonymous is never a good <laughs> idea. <laughs> yeah. Like, like Ask a do you Yes! Like, yes! Yeah. It was, like, inviting someone to bully you.
1: I know! Like, I was literally just watching, like, a Cur- Curtis Connor video today where he yeah. was, like, what is, like, the video was, like, the weirdest whisper confession. So that's why, like, I have it yeah. on my mind right now and stuff. And, like, he was talking about the exact same thing. Like, this, these apps or like websites that we would use that to communicate anonymously through to other people Mm -hmm. actually one of the worst ideas to ever like
0: been come up with yeah
1: like it's i mean i personally like i witnessed other people use those like apps and stuff personally i never was one that did actually use it so i never experienced it like Firsthand, if that makes sense. Yeah. But I remember always like, seeing, especially like in middle school, like with Ask FM, especially, like that was the weird one. shit that people would like send to each other, especially like among like classmates and stuff, like even with, like within like art grade too. Like, I, I don't, I can't remember anything off the top of my head, but I just, there
0: I, was so many. Like, yeah. I think also our generation, we, I remember the first computer in kindergarten was like one of those big white yeah. computers. I saw technology advance yeah as i grew up like within like 13 years yeah so as we were in middle school they decided to start blocking social media from Mm -hmm. school computers because it started becoming an issue like facebook became an issue yeah like ask fm started getting blocked instagram like yeah i saw us kind of react to what social media was kind of doing to kids yeah us being the kids Mm mm-hmm but, like, ask a I just remember, like, having severe anxiety mm-hmm. about it. I was like, I'm being perceived and I can't even, like, pinpoint who it is. Yeah. And part of me was like, I want everyone to like me. Why? <laughs> like, you yeah. Know what I mean? Like, it's, like, such a human response. Mm-hmm. But I don't know. Like, the misogyny, I still have to catch myself with it. Like, yeah. Even like it's always like women's choices it's so easy to make blatant statements about it Mm -hmm. like oh she has no personality she listens to thea swift or like you know like everything i can't think of something that women have done that don't really get criticized
1: yeah actually i was thinking about that like kind of today earlier like in terms of like interests or like more like pop culture stuff um i don't know if like if you've seen recently but Netflix has a cast has finished casting like the live action people for Avatar, right? And so, um, I'm not I'm not talking about necessarily the casting choices and stuff in terms of like, um, like the Katara casting where it's like they chose an indigenous actress, but they didn't choose someone who was um, like Inuk, I believe it's called. Where it was like that's like a separate thing. I'm not talking about that, but I just seeing like kind of like the criticisms towards like, the characters, I guess, like Katara and stuff like that. Mm. It just reminded me of all the discourse I would see were the years. And even, like, this year when I rewatched the whole thing of how, of how much, like, people hated Katara. Yeah. Like, people would say she's absolutely like the worst character. Like, she's, like, she doesn't bring anything. She doesn't do anything and stuff like that. And whenever I would, like, hear that or have those conversations about, like, Avatar, for example, with people, I would just be like, okay, yeah, you can... Feel free to dislike Katara and stuff like that. But it seems that people can only criticize Katara, if that makes sense. Mm Because I feel like... Like,
0: they don't bring that same criticism to other, like, obvious issues.
1: Yeah, or, like...
0: That's so common in pop culture.
1: Yeah, it's just like, okay, you can have these problems with how, like, Katara acted in certain situations and stuff like that. But I'm just like, ang also acted extremely stupidly with like lots of stuff too
0: yeah and the characters make mistakes
1: yeah the characters make mistakes and stuff like that and i'm just wise i only have ever seen like there's like deep deep hatred there for are, like certain like fem like women yes, characters and
0: it's, it's always like female presenting characters like especially because toff as like mm. a contrast yeah is so like masculine in a sense like mm-hmm. in a traditional way like she doesn't really care about like any romantic interests yeah her character is more about being like the best and like a lot of like back and forth like banter yeah and i feel like people prefer that and it's almost like the pick me girl thing where it's, like <laughs> yeah. if you see like this tom girl it's like the preferred version yeah and like but don't be a try hard yeah or like, but still be a girl.
1: Yeah. Or like, I'm not like other girls. I'm not type like other of girls girl
0: and stuff. Oh my god, my favorite thing on TikTok is like a trend where then you're a <laughs> girl who's like stopping a fight, and it's like, look, <laughs> look at me, Connor, look at me in the eyes. No. Afternoon. Stop fighting. <laughs> yeah. She's like, oh so hard. Yeah. But like, yeah, that's yeah. true. Katara is one of those characters. Like, yeah. I'm trying to think of someone else who was like super destroyed in like fandoms. Yeah. Oh. Captain Marvel. Ah, uh, yes. They hate her. They hate... They hate our girl boss. <laughs> I... <laughs> they hate her so much. Yeah.
1: Like, the critiques that I feel like that you should have, or not should, but you could have about, like, Captain Marvel and stuff like that has nothing to do with, like... Brie Larson, has right? nothing to do with Brie Larson or, like, her, like, being a woman. I feel it was more so
0: issues of like the screenwriting or like how late the movie came out yeah those things have more of an influence i think
1: yeah like i love captain marvel but i have my critiques about like the storyline and stuff like that but that's actual stuff to do with the actual story not so much her as like a, a person if that makes sense yeah but i feel like it's just like women whether it's, like, Captain Marvel, Katara, and stuff like that. It's not an issue of, like, people disliking them. It's that people can't stand that they can, like, make mistakes. Mm -hmm. They're not allowed to be human, as opposed to, like, other characters, too. A lot of
0: times, women in these stories surrounded by, like, a male lead Mm -hmm. are, like, his rock, the thing that keeps him going. Mm, Like, the emotional support, like women are men's therapists yes always yes and like it trickles into actual society too because boys think that yeah in general but um it's like if she's more than that yeah in male spaces like in their perception like I guess like the MCU is kind of a male space for a long time yeah the only like female Character was black widow who's extremely <laughs> sexualized yeah she had her legs around everyone's neck all the time in mm-hmm. her fight scenes like mm-hmm.
1: even her movie there was just strangely lots of like ass shots and like which i did not understand like it was yeah.
0: just random close-ups of like what well, the costuming this- everything it was like it yeah. got slowly okay but, like, Black Widow yeah. again, is one of those movies that came out too late. And too was, late. And it was not it good. Not Just, good. Yeah. Like, the only way that people appreciated her was being, like, in a forced, no, no chemistry relationship with Bruce Banner. Yeah. Oh, I think. Yeah. They Ultron is so bad. But, mm-hmm. um, like, in these male spaces, if a woman character is there and it's not what, like men expect or want yeah. or, like, desire, then they have they find it easier to pull it apart. Mm-hmm. Like, the only one I can think about the only girl boss I could think about that I feel like wasn't crit- criticized as much was, like, Daenerys in Game of Thrones. Mm-hmm. But I'm not 100% sure, because she was definitely sexualized a lot, too, but... Yeah. Well, I mean, mm-hmm. I never
1: watched Game of Thrones, so, like, I... I don't really have that much a, of an opinion to speak or critique sure. the show and its decisions and stuff, but I feel like for the whole time it was running and stuff, I feel like the main thing I only, like I would hear about it not was not even like the main storyline, but just lots of the like the sex scenes, but in particular lots of like the sexual assault scenes and stuff like that. Yeah. Especially HBO mm-hmm. has a-
0: yeah like
1: and it's not like those issues those scenes itself aren't or like not they shouldn't be like included or they can't be because i'm not someone who like like i like reading like dark themes and stuff like that like i'm okay with like reading like super dark like things that most people would not be comfortable with so like i'm okay with like those things happening in like a fictional world, does yeah, that, that make sense? The
0: actual issue. Yeah,
1: but from the I guess from the way that I would read like people's responses, like on Twitter or like Reddit and stuff, it was just seemed like maybe for like one or two of the characters in particular um, that just kind of seemed to be like their main um, like identifier is that they were like a victim of something, which mm-hmm. I always thought was like really strange. Um.
0: Yeah, like, I I did watch Game of Thrones. I watched it so late. Like, the fandom, I miss. <laughs> I always do this. Yeah. I always am, like, six months to, like, three years behind. Yes. When people are obsessed with something. But I watched Game of Thrones during the first cor- mm-hmm. quarantine coronavirus moment. Yeah. I binge-watched it. Like, I watched, like, ten, I guess, eight seasons in, like, a month. Mm-hmm. I, I watched so much of it. But with her... What I found out was that they're based on books, and a lot of those scenes didn't happen in the books. Mm. So it was like, you chose to do this? Why? Let's question yeah. that for a second. Mm. Yeah. And, like, a, one of her relationships was supposed to be, like, a love relationship more. Yeah. Than starting off with violating her. Like, it was just a choice, for sure. Yeah. that's why we need women in the writing (laughs) rooms because I don't understand. Yeah. Why? Well, I feel like
1: aside from just like with this like misogyny that's apparent within like pop culture, this sort of like trauma bonding or like making trauma, like the basis of a character is also very apparent in like queer storylines as well, Mm -hmm. where it's just like people who are not from those communities in particular, um, they will write these stories and think, that the only way for like these people to develop as like people and stuff like that is if they experience something traumatic. Like it can't be something as simple as just like you know like a gay couple having a simple happy gay time together and stuff like that. There's sure. always like vi- there's always like violence or homophobia and stuff that these characters have to face. And it's not saying that obviously those things happen in real life. Mm-hmm. Those it's not like those things don't. But
0: there is something strange that... Well, marginalized groups in general. Like, I think about movies that... The most movies I saw with, like, mostly black Mm casts are movies about slavery.
1: Yeah, and in particular with those ones, I was about to say that, too. Especially with those ones in particular, they always somehow find the dark-skinned black actors to play in the slavery movies, too. Meanwhile, you've got all these other shows that have, like, the very, very light-skinned, like,
0: black girl
1: and oh, stuff there's like that. Oh, such a conversation to have you know? about that. Like,
0: the, what's acceptable? It's, like, the manic, light-skinned mm-hmm. black girl is a huge thing. And, like, I love Euphoria, but that is, like, the yeah. poster child for it. Yeah. I think Zendaya's an amazing actress. But, you know, it's hard not to look at, like, all these Netflix shows coming out. Mm-hmm. and that It's always, like, someone... The colorism is real it is very <laughs> yeah. apparent in these marginalized groups are, yeah even like like you were saying like queer stories it will be like the most flamboyant stereotypical or like you know the stereotypes mm-hmm. are just so present and it's not done tastefully yeah exactly that's it's why you need to be
1: <laughs> it's just in the <laughs> writing <laughs> rooms yeah and it's like it's I'm sure there are, like, some people that do identify with those storylines and stuff like that, Mm -hmm. but those storylines aren't our entire lives, like, Mm -hmm. in terms, like, there's a difference between, like, like, living through, like, a trauma response to something, and then making that the only, like, point of characterization for, like, marginalized people and stuff, Mm -hmm. which is also another thing, especially, which I find with, like, shows nowadays, I guess maybe specifically Netflix shows in particular, I'm not sure, but I've noticed that, um, it doesn't, look. I find, like, even without, like, even with, like, non-white main character castings and stuff like that, Mm -hmm. I see with, like, in terms of what shows try to do with the diversity is that they'll combine, uh, well, they want, like, a queer character and they want, like, a, like, non-white character to be, like, included in, like, the casting and stuff, but what I've noticed, especially in the last few years, is that they will, combine the, the poc two. the two together which i mean usually the poc character is usually a black person but usually um and with that black person usually they're like the best friend of like the main character and stuff like that but they're also happen to be a queer one so they like it's combine really common they yeah, they like combine
0: and the sort of like marginalized communities into one character and like when it ends at that and you're just like it's even just being supporting cast like it's yeah the name like, yeah it's the whole point it's like you went through all of this terrible shit but it's so that your white friend can learn yeah. a lesson exactly no the worst movie <laughs> i ever saw was love simon i think it was Ooh. the worst movie i thought it was good i've never watched it yeah for like oh. the, the four years <laughs> it came out yeah i watched it like this year yeah i don't know a lot of my friends are like it's my favorite movie i was like Cool. I don't know how I feel about this. I'll watch it when I feel like it. Yeah. I watched it this year. I was like, this is the worst movie I've ever seen. <laughs> yeah. like, all of the friends were terrible friends. Yeah! And, like, they made so many inappropriate jokes out of nowhere. Like, it was kind of, like, shocking. Yeah. Do you want to pause for a second? Uh, No, it's okay. It's okay? Yeah. Okay. Um, Inappropriate jokes out of nowhere. Like, they mentioned, like, being a bear and like yeah things like that i was like yeah
1: or just for kids i thought yeah but just like even the the whole storyline of love sign when i watched it the first time i did not like i thought it was just about this gay guy like he was like coming to terms with the fact that he was like gay and stuff like that and that like he was, like, finding a guy, like, to date or whatever like that. Yeah. I didn't realize it was a whole storyline about Simon getting outed and then being ousted by his friends who prioritized they their romance. Yeah, they were, like, pissed off and stuff. When, like, like sorry, like, sorry, but this guy, like, literally one of your best friends literally got outed by the, like, I know. this random guy. And you're going to prioritize.
0: This isn't a movie with, like, a main villain, but the friends are the villain. Yes. Yes, the friends are terrible, and I'm like, yeah. there's nothing redeemable. Like, I'm sorry, I don't empathize. I, I don't have the ability anymore with these like same characters you see all the time yeah. of the friend who isn't liked back. The female character who's like the best friend. they knew yeah. each other since they were kids. They would have sleepovers, and he doesn't like her back. Like, I don't. I can't yeah. even pretend to care about yeah. that character. Especially when the, especially
1: when the, like when the other person is someone who just got outed by the entire school has barely even like like told themselves like what they've realized like that they are who would they like who they are and yeah. stuff like that but it's like oh yeah i understand that you were like outed by like this random guy or whatever like that that you didn't want to help but i like you and you didn't like me so that's a really big issue And maybe that's, like, minim- I don't know. It's been a few years since I've seen it. Maybe that's, like, minimizing it a bit, but,
0: like- All the straight people issues are terrible. Yeah, it's, like-
1: (laughs) I'm sorry. Yeah, it's just, like, not- like, not even one person.
0: And then the other two friends liked each other, but he didn't know that they liked each other, and they were, like, why did you not tell me? Why were you trying to keep us apart? And he was, like, I wasn't really paying attention. Like, I'm sorry- married but we don't care <laughs> yeah like why don't you guys talk to each other like, yeah <laughs> like i just hated it because like but like with pop culture and stuff like i almost feel like books are better
1: mm. they can be they,
0: yeah they can't i don't they know they
1: usually are better because just in terms of like the format of what a book is versus like a tv show or a movie there's just so much stuff that can't be included Like, in Mm -hmm. books, you have, like, a narrator who's, like, explaining everything, who's explaining, like, the character's thoughts, or, like, you have the character's inner dialogue happening and stuff like that, but you can't do that with a movie. Otherwise, Mm -hmm. it's just someone is constantly, like, talking and stuff like that. That's just, like, no one wants that, you know? So, I think it's less that books are better than movies, but just because they're so stylistically different, movies leave something to be desired more than anything.
0: Uh, yeah. Up, like, we pause? Yeah, we'll take a quick break. <laughs> yeah. Okay, we're back. Yes. The dogs <laughs> had needs. <laughs> they, they had needs, so they wanted to leave. Like, I've been listening to audiobooks. Yes. I'm obsessed. I yeah. spent so much money God. on audiobooks. Our, uh, but, like, it's, like, the perfect option for me. Um, I love... This is so stupid to say, but, like, I love as many stimulating things at once. Like, <laughs> I listen to music, watch a movie, I'm on my phone. So, it helps me to listen to podcasts and yeah. to listen to... I don't know if the mic's too close to me. Um mm-hmm. Listen to podcasts and to listen to audiobooks. Mm-hmm. But I've been listening to audiobooks, and I just... I I don't know if it's because I'm lazy, but I like things being explained to me. yeah like it's kind of nice
1: to have like i don't know yeah oh god you're an audible bitch i can't believe it i am see i'm the complete opposite like i understand the appeal objectively of like audiobooks and stuff or like even like podcasts but for me i can't aside from like music i can't just have something playing like in my ears like i need like something like visual visual to see it and stuff like that that's why like if for the very few podcasts I've ever listened to, I usually only listen to them in video format. Yeah. I can't, mul- like, I have a really hard time multitasking and stuff. I can't do, like, the multiple, th- like, doing multiple things. Like, for, like, you being able to do that, I am amazed, because that sounds like a nightmare to me.
0: People are not supposed to, though. I know. I've I've heard that. This is a crutch. I don't know. <laughs> Undiagnosed ADHD yeah. or ADHD, yeah. We don't know yet. Yeah. But,
1: Yeah. <laughs> I mean, that's also for me. That's also maybe undiagnosed like ADHD because that's also like having to switch your focus on one thing to like several other things, you
0: can't do it all at the same time. Yeah, that's also another thing. Well, I'm not like I say I'm multitasking, yeah, I am doing five things terribly at once. <laughs> <laughs> it's what I'm doing. Yeah, it's not like nothing not one thing is actually happening well. Ah, uh, okay. So, the mm-hmm. only thing is, like, listening to music I feel like it's the only exception, because you can do anything. Yeah, yeah. But I have been um, learning, being overstimulated by all this stuff at mm-hmm. once. Because I'm sure, like, a part of it is, like, the dopamine rush in the brain. Yeah. Like, I'm just, like, addicted to dopamine. Word. Um, Go off. You know, the serotonin's not there, so you gotta... Find a world to
1: live. Yes, exactly. <laughs> me sitting right beside my serotonin pills. There you Right go. here, little area. ASMR. ASMR. <laughs> POV. POV. You're mentally ill, and you're about to take your 75 milligram prescription of
0: sertraline. There you go. Like that's me. What did I hear recently? Um, shoot, it totally passed me. Mm-hmm. Um, I was listening to this um natural path talking about how certain foods give you um like instant chemical reactions mm-hmm. and you we were talking about something with search sert- how do you say it yeah certainly um like i don't know if it was like cauliflower or something god it's like good for your brain fuck not cauliflower. i don't think it was cauliflower <laughs> that's the worst thing i can say <laughs> I, I will find that video because i was mesmerized yeah so i'm like maybe food can heal me but yeah. we'll see <laughs>
1: I mean, if there's certain foods that are good for the body, why can't there be ones that are good for the brain, you know? Well, Cho- doesn't chocolate, like, people get happier if, like, you eat, like, a piece of chocolate or something like that? Well, like, that does, like, give you... Oh,
0: really? I, I feel like I've read that That's somewhere. That's probably very true. Yeah. That would make sense, honestly. Like, chocolate, co- cacao, it's... <laughs> 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 I'm, 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 like, okay. Really walking. Like, yes. But like, um, I've been doing. So this is, if you don't know this about me, if you're listening to this, you probably do know this about me. I hate going to the doctor. So like, oh yes, I, you do. I hate you guys. God damn, <laughs> she does. This is my circle of sin. But I make a lot of observations about symptoms, what I'm feeling. Mm-hmm. I, I keep them in my phone. Do you? I, I do. Oh, okay. So the one day that I do end up forcing <laughs> myself to go to a doctor, yeah. I will give them a spreadsheet Just of a- what I've gone through in the last three years. A laundry list? Laundry list. Mm-hmm. I'm not advocating self-diagnosis, but I've done some dabbling. Mm. And there's a huge like, science behind gut health leading to depression and like mental illness. Oh, really? And... It's so related, but I'm also like, I don't know. It's hard to talk about these things too because it's like, there's so many different factors. Like, yeah. it cannot just be solely gut health. Yeah. But you know, your body tells you what you need. Yeah. Even like, if you're if you're not learning to listen to those signals, mm-hmm. which I do not do, my body's always telling me to drink water. What do I do? Not drink water. I eat salt. Yeah. I eat oh my olives. god. <laughs> Like, I would do the opposite, but, like, learning... It's like, there's this book. I'm going to buy it. But I heard that you have to be careful because it will unload all the emotional trauma will come out if you read it. <laughs> it's called The Body Keeps Score or something? The Body Keeps Count. Oh,
1: I don't like that title. That's trans traumatic and It itself. is
0: so much, but, like, I think a lot of it is about, like, cortisol levels with stress. What yeah. is your body? But the guy who wrote it is low-key male manipulator energy. Mm. But he's, like, a psychologist, so it's even worse. Uh. But people said that, like, it's really helpful. But to keep that in mind... <laughs> the, the book might gaslight you. I don't know. I have to buy it and read it. Yeah. But there, there's, like, so much science behind food <laughs> affecting your brain. That's my yeah. my point. Yeah. So I'm trying to be aware of these things. But I also don't want a firm diagnosis.
1: It's... In a way, it feels nice to be in limbo because you don't have to think about it too much if there's something wrong. Because if you don't know if something is for sure, for sure, then you don't really have to think about it. But once you have, like, a diagnosis of something, then you're going to always be thinking about it and
0: you're always going to be conscious of the ways that you act or consume. I live on WebMD. Oh my god. (laughs) Julie hates this about me. I don't even, like, try to be quirky about it. Like, honestly every day I open up the app and I what look up something fuck? and it's dude do it so I'll be talking to Julia i <laughs> be like oh my gosh like I've been having like cramps in my lower back oh my god I have kidney issues let me look this up like instantly that's kind of my reaction especially yeah. I don't know there's just so much but oh my god I'm blaming the pandemic on me not wanting to uh-huh. go to the doctors it uh-huh. is not that as
1: as if I haven't been telling you to go to the doctor <laughs> since
0: you graduated you know what? I'll go to a marine biologist. <laughs> what? <laughs> I don't... That's the only doctor I trust. Are you coming out as a mermaid or something? Like... <laughs> <laughs> I just feel like if do sharks trust marine biologists, I can trust marine biologists. I guess. Circle of life. The circle of life? Yes. I don't know, guys. I will eventually <sighs> bully myself into taking better care.
1: I'm just going to show up at your house and just be like, we're going somewhere. And I won't tell you where. I don't know. But we'll just, like, bus to the hospital oh. and be like,
0: you have an appointment right now. And you're going to... Can you imagine? I do. Like, I have a plan, though. Like, what? of all the tests I want to get tested for. Yeah. That, that sounds crazy. I am kind of a hypochondriac, too. Mm. It's, like, the worst compatible. <laughs> 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 yeah. Yeah. I hate the doctor, but I'm sick with everything. Yeah. So, I don't know. I, I'm i sure... I think social media has made it worse for me, though, because TikTok, it's, like, every five videos, mm-hmm. my algorithm would be, like, signs you have undiagnosed ADD. And I'm yeah. like, why is that me? Yeah. Why are we living the same life?
1: No, if you go, like, literally just before you came over, mm-hmm. I was literally, like um, marking stuff for watch later on my YouTube that was, like, signs you have ADHD and stuff, because that's kind of, like, been my thing. I don't, I, because I can't tell if I have it or not, but I also don't sure. have the money to, like, go get diagnosed, so I'm just, like, stuck in limbo of just, like, do
0: I have it? Do I not? Yeah. It's just wild, but, yeah, like, if I see someone post something, it's always other people who overshare, like I do. Mm. <laughs> and then I see them overshare, and I'm like, why do we live the same life? Yeah why are our brains both like this? And then they'll say like, oh, I got diagnosed with this. And I'm like, so does that mean I have that? <laughs> yeah. <laughs> like, I don't know how I feel about this, but we're, it's a, I don't know. I don't think it's a bad thing entirely. Cause at least I'm like too self-aware. Yeah. Like ignorance is bliss. And it I'm, is. I would love to be there. Yeah. The people I know who are the most ignorant they look like they have a lot of fun
1: they honestly kind of because what are they worried about nothing nothing absolutely nothing nothing goes on in their brain right
0: well and then the other thing i saw someone was like me like it was like i was thinking oh my gosh why do i have all these things on at the same time i opened tiktok some kids like me having my ipad on my tv on my phone (laughs) like so i can't think of a single thought yeah i'm like my brain never stops yeah this is why i'm like this yeah i don't know But, but audiobooks yeah s- that's why i like them because it's like i'm thinking about the plot the whole time well
1: what have you been reading or listening to okay
0: i got <laughs> this is so embarrassing oh, no. i got on to how do i say this like spicy book tiktok is what they're calling it this is going to sound is it so like, bad it's not like super smutty but like kind of like i love like, cheesy romantic <laughs> books <laughs> yeah it's like so can bad. you can you like it's elaborate so... to you what is <laughs>
1: spicy <laughs> like i just like j- it's like subjective like, you're right cuz like yeah cuz like i feel like when i hear spicy i'm just like oh it's going to be like a little sexual but like not that much
0: like yeah is that Kinda. what that kind because of it's like it's based about like romantic relationships. Yeah. Basically I found a way for me to enjoy Wattpad. Oh no. But like, constantly Oh no <laughs> <laughs> Yeah. Fanfic bad plot. Yes. But I'm like that's my shit. Like, that is your my shit. Favorite that's thing. why
1: you were a writer. I had my
0: fanfic. Yes, um, you did number two. What is number one? I had um, number one for Ethma. <laughs> I'm not going to elaborate who those people are. you? Yeah. <laughs> <at. laughs> Everyone who's listening to this is going to expose me. Yes. I was very seriously involved in that fandom. Mm-hmm. You were? I still kind of am. I, I'm a child of divorce. <laughs> those people are not friends anymore. Yeah. So... I've moved on, mm-hmm. but I was like mourning a relationship. Like, I was inf- infatuated, sounds bad. I was very involved. Like, I had Stan yeah. Twitter, a separate account for this because it would have been so annoying for everyone else. Like, yeah. I was posting, reposting their photos. I was interacting with other people. I chose to leave Twitter because I got put into a bunch of group chats, and a lot of the kids, they were like kids in them. Mm-hmm. And I was like, this is weird. Mm hmm. And then I found out, like, a lot of, like, my fanfiction, I should clarify, this was not dirty. It was really not dirty. I thought, <laughs> like, I was not that person. Yeah. Um, mine was super G-rated, but, like, bad. Really bad. Which is what Wattpad is. That is. That's what, it, what yeah. it's about. So, if
1: anything, you were perfect.
0: I I did the assignment. I understood, <laughs> the, I understood the assignment. Yeah. But, yeah, I got, like, let me see, I found my account, like, today, I think. Mm-hmm. But it got sixteen thousand reads. Holy shit, dude! I'm not a writer, guys. <laughs> also, I was like con- thinking about this topic to talk to you about. Hill is like an English major. Oh, yeah. Reads and writes. Yes. Lo- you know, you do it a lot. Yes. I was thinking recently about how I used to write stories for English. Yes. Terrible. Like <laughs> the, the dialogue transitions. Like I yeah. never understood having like a voice in Mm -hmm. writing yeah I liked it when I like I read books I read books
1: well I mean with fan fiction you're not doing that because you want like you're not looking for like validation you're doing that for yourself because you enjoy it right Mm -hmm. you don't need to be good at a hobby to enjoy
0: it like that's not what a hobby is See, you know, that's the diff- That's I don't know that, though. Yeah. The thing is, I don't like doing things unless I think I'm going to be good at it. Yeah. This is, like, the only thing I did I knew I was going to yeah. be good. <laughs> well, I think like, that's, like, a
1: product of, like, having this idea of, like, having to be good at, like, our hobbies and stuff. Like, mm-hmm. That's very much a, pro- a product of, like, growing up in this generation as well. Mm-hmm. Like, people, you can't enjoy things for the sake of enjoying things anymore. Like, if you're going to try to do something, you have to be good at it. Like, you know, it's very... It's a very diseased, like, mindset kind of thing. Because, like, now we constantly have to be aware of, like, how we interact with, like, things that we may be interested in, how we can monetize it, how we can make content out of it and stuff. Everything.
0: It's constantly being aware of everything, being perceived, all this, like... Yeah. It's, like, a full-time job to exist. And to do things. Like, I, I think that's a huge part of it. And, like, I... Never was disciplined in long-term goals. I am terrible Mm. at that. I like short, instant reward activities. So I never learned an instrument fully because Mm. that takes time. It does. I did the drums. (laughs) I learned two beats and I was over it. I did the saxophone and I Mm. hated it. Yes. I hated practicing. Like, practicing towards something... I never learned that discipline. Yeah. and I was very stubborn. Like, my parents did try to make me get into saxophone, but it was also something I didn't care about. You hated the music. You I
1: hated music. You hated doing music. I hated it. And you hated the music kids, i.e., me. <laughs> I bullied the music kids. But yeah. I was a
0: drama kid, so I don't they have a
1: link <laughs> to saxophone. Yeah. On. And basically, there's a gigantic, it's barely a Venn diagram. It's basically a circle where all the drama kids and the music kids. <laughs> we're also doing each other's things too yeah. so it's like same same apple
0: bro yeah we're the same mm-hmm. pick your poison pick your it's poison it's the same
1: the picnics that you would plan on purpose when the music kids would be like doing competitions <laughs> oh that was God. kind of evil like a
0: little evil okay that's good for me <laughs> actually i really brought this up when i had arena yeah she was like don't you remember you used to make us feel so special i was like yeah, I was so freaking, like, <laughs> at competition with the music kids. I was like, yeah. fuck you guys for going on tour. I'm going to make this the most fun. Like, <laughs> we had, like, our own mini breakfast club. Like, there was Ugh. only, like, ten kids left in the grade. And so we would just frick around all day. <laughs> God. And I was, like, the orchestrator of the chaos. You were. Meanwhile, all of us were slaving away. Doing our little,
1: playing our little instruments, singing our, dancing to our little dancy dances. Do your little dance. yeah. yeah.
0: that was evil the thing is like i think about it too like the things that motivated me were never good things (laughs) (laughs) i was always motivated not like evil that sounds so bad yeah it's not (laughs) evil it's not evil but But it's like like, spite spite yeah spite or like i don't know i never was motivated by like wholesome things before Mm -hmm. like it wasn't like i was like oh i like this person like I'm to make them regret not letting me. <laughs> that sounds so bad. But it was like, I have to make a statement. Everything was a statement. Yes. There was a motive. Mm-hmm. And you know, know, maybe you
1: actually are more controversial than I remember.
0: Actually, yeah. But the thing is, it was like subconscious. It was it? Is that what we're going to call it? <laughs> I'm saying it was my psyche. I wasn't aware. My ego was at play. Yes. I don't think in the moment... I was very aware of why I was doing the things I did. Mm
1: -hmm.
0: But, like, retrospect, it was, like, that felt good. Like, (laughs) the quick quick satisfaction of seeing people's faces, like, while I (laughs) orchestrated chaos. God. I don't know. I think that's, like, the younger sibling in me kind of comes out with Mm -hmm. that kind of stuff. Yeah. But I like revenge a little bit. It's fun. It's a little fun.
1: It is fun being the villain. Like, one thousand percent
0: but i'm not that person anymore. i know
1: anymore
0: yes not anymore like i hate conflict now yeah like that's not my thing mm-hmm. i don't know before i was like more fun like trolling that whole attitude mm-hmm. like the apathy was like kind of fun because you it's kind of like ignorance like it's blissful yeah but i cannot live an apathetic person you can't. my whole life and like i actually do care yeah is the irony of it all yeah I care too much
1: yeah no like realizing that you have to grow, grow out of like that apathetic mindset that's like so normalized Mm -hmm. that's i think that's for me when things changed in my life when i realized i was like i don't want to be an apathetic an apathetic sort of person
0: yeah
1: or like someone who's always like even just in your relationship here to yourself like it's so normalized to be like oh i want to kill myself like you know that kind of thing but Mm -hmm. i realized that once i don't know maybe it was like a tweet or something or someone i talked to but they were just like the things that you say about yourself even jokingly you will internalize that regardless of whether you actually mean it or not and i realized that once i stopped joking quote unquote about like you know it's like i hate myself like i want to like i want to like i'm gonna like throw myself off the cliff and stuff like that i noticed that my mental health
0: got way, way uh, better. I am working on that. Yeah,
1: and for me, it's mm-hmm. just, like, it's because it's still so normalized. That's, like, not, yeah. like, that's... it. Like, you'll see, it, like, every day and stuff like that. Like, people you talk to, usually, I feel like, two or three times during, like, an entire conversation. People, like, the other person that I talk to will usually, like, make those kind of jokes and stuff like that. And I remember just, like, who I was at that point, like, making those kind of jokes. And it's just, like, I wish, like, people would realize how they treated themselves, too, mm-hmm. outside of, like, everything else that well, they're experiencing. that's something
0: I experience, too, because I think about it, I'm like... If... I talked about this with Irene Danica, too, but mm-hmm. if someone I'm so quick to defend, the whole, like, not-conflict part of me disappears if it's, like, someone I care about. Yeah. Like, if someone's going after Julie, I don't... Like, I'm kind of, like, unabashed about it, and mm-hmm. I'm like, no, that's not okay. Like, I defend other people and i'm like imagine this shay you did that for yourself in your own mindset like that's why i kind of believe in like manifestation to some extent because yeah there's science behind it if you write down something you're more likely to do it
1: entering yourself around the things that like you feel that you can work on to make yourself happy or like feel joy like though like
0: being an apathetic person you you don't get joy from that you don't that's so funny because like i would say you're one of my favorite people like i admire you so much yeah thank you and like a lot of your attributes are so different than mine and i'm like that is like the ideal like, <laughs> I mean, my brain. that's crazy no i'm serious because like it is true like you surround the people you surround yourself with that's kind of like what you'll be made up of like it's osmosis you can't even like control it yeah so being around people like you aspire to be like or that are so different from you i see so much value in that people have a human need for intimacy yeah as in like bearing your soul to someone or like to feel close closeness yeah it's like more than just like relationships yeah um that's a human need and it's so romantic everything's romantic
1: romance yeah yeah it's
0: all romanticized so it's like people think that has to be and i'm not saying your spouse or like your partner shouldn't be like your number one but it's also like maybe you should make friends yeah <laughs> yeah maybe <laughs> <yeah>, t- <laughs> maybe just an example your community Mm -hmm. can be more than just one person it should be or just your sibling yeah which i struggle with because me and julie are like fused yeah you are we're codependent so (laughs) we're getting better though this summer she was not here with me so i had to fend for myself yeah
1: but i feel like when you actually when you say that like if you shouldn't have just one person that's like that is the worst like actually one of the worst things that you could do like no one person should be responsible for another person's livelihood
0: Like, you're not each other's parents too it's almost asking someone to parent you and like yeah that's a whole other trauma thing too because yeah when people talk about what they're looking for in partners a lot of times they're describing what they wish they had in a parent exactly which i hate to say it guys like edifice complex (laughs) It's I hate making mm. Sigmund Freud right. Mm, yeah, <laughs> yeah. But if you're saying like a big example traditionally, and with the heteros, it'll be like I want <laughs> a guy who will love me unconditionally. That will be strong for me. Yeah. Will pick me up when I fall in. That's like you're describing a father. Yeah. I hate to say it. Yeah. Well, actually, when you mention that, it's like
1: having this ideal type of person that's always going to be there for you, will always put you and everything like that. It was the most unrealistic expectation of a human because you're not looking for uh, someone who's human. You're looking for someone who's perfect. And I understand that it would it would be beautiful if there were people like that where you could like sol- like, not solely, but like you could completely depend on them mm-hmm. and stuff like that. But... One thing I've learned, especially, like, in the last few weeks, um, well, I mean, I've always kind of, like, thought this. Sure. But I found... I saw a tweet, like, a few weeks ago that kind of, like, put it into words. But, like, love shouldn't be unconditional. It should be conditional. Because hmm. if you want someone to care for you and stuff like that, they have to be someone that you view as, like, someone that, like, you can value, like, They're as a person.
0: Standard, yeah. Yeah.
1: Like, people who, like... Obviously, like again, romance—it's all romanticizes. Romance, um, your romance, like <laughs> this idea of like loving someone unconditionally. It sounds nice, but there's a lot of shitty people in the world, and lots of people that like kind of like hold on to these people that are so bad for them because they love them. But
0: that's not enough. Not like it's not like I hate love. <laughs> <laughs> I don't. Yeah. I just think like having your own identity and working on yourself like there's i think it's like at 25 your brain finishes like developing Developing, yeah my brain's not even done like processing everything and like i have (laughs) but like i have a few years to like kind of choose how i want my brain to end up but i still love the shitty the, the shitty stories yeah like my favorite movie is angus thongs perfect oh, and perfect that's like one of my top three movies I don't know if people know I, if oh, me. oh
1: I know that I know that because you and my sister both fucking love that movie and yet it is consistently one of the least my least favorite movies that I have ever watched
0: in my entire <laughs> life I'm not saying I just I have no I know no. <laughs> I am a yeah. simple gal yeah. I like I know every trope romantic tropes enemies to lovers um sorry it's or can we pause yeah let's take a break back from our walk the dogs needed to go outside again yes um i don't really remember what we were talking about but (laughs) we're just gonna move forward yes sir yes sir aye aye captain oh i feel like me and you are both really nostalgic people like the we grew up on tv kind yeah. of energy yeah and i'm not saying that's the right way to raise a kid but, but the mutual understanding of meme culture yes like spongebob memes specifically yes transcendent absolutely every few years a new one kind mm-hmm. of submerges from like a clip from an old episode yeah like i don't know is there like a specific tv show from your childhood that makes you nostalgic Makes me miss nostalgic. Hmm. Like, I
1: feel like. I feel like Avatar. 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 I feel like less shows. Like, I don't really think back to, like, lots of the shows that I watched growing up. Sure. But something that makes me, like, feel super, super nostalgic will always be the adventures of Shark Boy and Lavagirl. Girl. <gasps> Absolutely, 100%. I'm so glad you brought oh up. <laughs> I feel like every year I ask my sister to watch it and she's like.
0: I love this movie. Yes,
1: yes. Like, he ruined my dream journal. No, I did not. (laughs) Dream,
0: dream, dream. dream. (laughs) That song. Yeah. I, okay. Well, I had the pleasure of introducing Sharkboy and Lover Girl to my nieces. They're just <gasps> at the age now. Yes. Chloe's seven. Mm-hmm. And she was obsessed with it. Yeah. I was like, "This is timeless. It like, is. This is art." Hmm. So I had the pleasure of like rewatching it through a child's eyes. Hmm. I remember this movie coming out so vividly. Yes. And like, oh, this is what I was saying. Um, there's such a thing where our childhood is being resold to us right now. Yeah. So there is a sequel to Shark Boy and Lava Girl. I don't oh. want... I will not be accepting oh. questions at this time. I am so embarrassed because I was so hyped for it. I don't know why. Like, I should have known. Yeah. When Taylor Lautner was not signed, I should have known <laughs> that it was not going to be good. Yeah. So I showed them. I was like, that was a bad show. Yeah. Watch this movie. Yeah. And they loved it. Yeah. Like, I don't know. I feel like the whole
1: thing about, like, the dreams, like, the music, like, some of the lines, I guess a lot of, like, Love Girls lines, especially, too. There's, like, oh, that's, like, such, like, uh, I don't know how to describe it. It's, like, it's like youthful. It feels yeah. met like, it feels like a memory. Like, hmm. watching the movie, even for, like, the first time, it just feels
0: like something that's, like, kind of... And there's so much mystery to both those characters still. Yeah. Like, I was invested in the plot. Like, My nieces were laughing because they're like, oh my gosh, sharks. Like, they were like making the connection because they know I love sharks. Yeah. And they're like, this is what? This is Jay's orgy. But, like, I was invested still because I'm like, even though I've seen this movie like a thousand times. Like, Shark Boy.
1: He became Shark Boy because, like, like he like he was stranded in the ocean and then somehow sharks raised him and somehow he biologically becomes like half shark
0: mm-hmm. that's really
1: interesting but also like with lava that's girl yeah and but also <laughs> with like lava girl she's just like kind of like always been there which i guess makes sense because they are just max's imagination right they're not mm-hmm. it's not like they're like aliens or something from like a different planet that's this yeah. is just the manifestation of his mind so i guess in that sense they don't need to elaborate on like a backstory because max created them he's like like a 10 like like 10 year old kid he doesn't Mm -hmm. need to elaborate on the specifics of where the origin story of these two characters but i feel like that makes it way more interesting though in that sense for sure like the the
0: i don't know what you even call them like the spy kid shark shark boy lava girl like that whole I don't even know genre like who but, is the director of it's the,
1: the same director it's the yeah. same director
0: like it has like it's very obvious yeah a similar style and it's just like it doesn't take itself too seriously mm-hmm. it's very like physical comedy too which yeah. is funny like, <laughs> yeah I don't really see that anymore like the only other thing that comes to mind with physical comedy is like home alone
1: yeah no physical comedy I miss I miss that because like you said like like spy kids and like Sherboy and Love girl they do a really good job of that same thing i i never was really like a big fan of the home alone movie so i haven't really watched like any of them in full I'm but sure. like i have seen like the clips of like the physical comedy but i think also with physical comedy like shows that come to mind from our childhood are like i carly well, especially and Victorious. like sam it was just oh my god like sam and freddie's like physical comedy that they had to do the butter
0: sock the butter sock there was violence and yeah it was like funny like it wasn't like bloodshed yeah no it was just like whoa this is like super violent and even in the reboot
1: right now there's still like a lot like quite a bit of physical comedy mm-hmm. especially with like spencer and
0: stuff like that and it's just like oh it's so funny it's so funny but it's like the easiest humor it is like it's so lighthearted. yeah i don't know it just makes you feel like like a kid like it's refreshing physical comedy for sure
1: yeah i guess because when you're a kid you're very physical with everything right you're pushing people you're like running around to the <laughs> you of a
0: butter sock you have me. exactly you are
1: you're throwing people with rocks as a real life example from our elementary me. days oh we were gonna okay oh wait.
0: yeah i can <laughs> tell that story because alicia so listener, i tried to record an episode of the podcast <laughs> um long distance with Alicia, my friend, and she's the main person in the story. She threw a rock at this kid. We told the story on the podcast. It didn't... The audio got corrupt, so you'll never hear it. But (laughs) she threw a rock at this kid and chased him into the field, and her and her friends threw a basketball at him repeatedly. Mm -hmm. Like, they beat this kid up, basically. (laughs) And he went to go find the rock that she threw to show the teachers, and he... Spent like forty minutes and brought like a chunk of cement.
1: Yeah, like a boulder. A boulder.
0: <laughs> and like <laughs> and like this is like grade two. Like these yeah. guys. Yeah, I agree. Sorry. Basically. The
1: girl all of the girls bullied the guys.
0: Yeah. They chased I in. chased
1: yeah. I was a huge chaser. Girl gang. Yeah, girl girl <laughs> Girl boss gate keep
0: gaslight. Yeah. It's not gonna stop us from girl bossing and gate and gaslighting. Yeah. We I don't know. I don't know what to say about that, but I appreciate it. hmm No, yeah, I just freaking, I love that movie. Yeah. It's just, it's something so fun about it. Like, it's all green screens, that whole, yeah, all of those movies, like Spy Kids, it's all green screens, but, like, you get, it doesn't, like, take away from it. Yeah. Like, I, I don't know, I love the world of it. Like, it's so goofy. Yeah. Even Spy Kids, like, feels like a dream. It like, does. a kid would think of this.
1: It did. And... At least with Shark Boy and Love a Girl. A kid did. Yeah. You know? It was ugh just those movies. <laughs> like genuinely like Shark Boy and Love a Girl will always be like one of my top yeah. favorite
0: movies. Like the t- The cultural impact. It's just like every kid for some reason saw that movie. Yeah. Like when I was in grade three, I remember it came out and there was like this special three D glass. Yes! Okay. I I saw it in theaters. Yes. yes. The special three D glasses. Like it was like so well branded to kids, yeah. Oh my gosh, it just felt like the coolest thing ever. Yeah,
1: and then when it was like made, like, like you could pay to watch, like, on your TV and stuff. There was the three D option, so you could still use your three D glasses yeah. from the theater. I remember watching it so many times after, like, it you could like play it on like your TV
0: and stuff like that. I'm obsessed. Mm-hmm. Is, that is a good one. It I currently do. Yeah, that with the reboot, man. The reboot, it there, I would say. I would give it an 8 out of 10 for mm-hmm. a reboot. Yeah. Reselling my childhood, it's hard to do. Yeah. Because some things will just never be the same. Yeah. Which is okay. Yeah. Like, random dancing. Like, the cultural if <laughs> right? Yeah. Like, random was such a popular word. Yeah. Because of that show. Like, we really. all say random. So random. So random.
1: Yeah. Ugh, just... <laughs> I feel like if you're going to watch like a reboot of something from your like a childhood or from when you were younger and stuff, mm-hmm. I feel like people set their expectations that this thing will be the exact same as it was before, so a lot of sure. people get disappointed, but I'm just like, you can't expect that. Like It's never going to be that. It's never going to be that, so I'm just like, why bother like purposely putting yourself through this pain and being like pissed yeah. off when you could just take it for what it is? Like, for example, the Gossip Girl reboot, I, I've been watching it oh, yeah. and stuff like that. And for me, um, I personally, like, there are aspects of it that I don't like, but I don't not, I don't like, I don't not like it because it's like a bad reboot or whatever like that. Mm-hmm. Because I don't expect it to be the same as the original G. Sure. They're not trying to make it that way or anything like that. Same thing with iCarly. Like, the directors or whatever, the screenwriters said this is more of like a love letter, to the fans that grew up watching it. So mm-hmm. I feel like...
0: an expectation does play a part. Yeah. Because if I go into it and I'm like, I'm going to be happy again. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. But I'm going to feel the same way I did when I was in grade six watching like... Sam and Freddie kiss and freaking yeah. out. Yeah. Oh my god, that was so, that was yeah. so crazy. <laughs> <laughs> As a kid, and like you'd go, and this was like in a different culture before like streaming services. Yeah. So you waited weeks for yeah. mm-hmm. So I remember like going to school and being like, are mm-hmm. you team? Like yeah. Carly and Freddie or Sam. Yeah. Like the freaking her, Carly's boyfriend, the episode where she, he has the peewee babies.
1: Yes. He came back
0: in the recent. I <laughs> cackled. Like I just, I don't know, I appreciate that, like, the attention to detail when mm-hmm. they do a reboot. Yeah. It's so nice to see. Yeah. But it's also, I also come from the opinion where I'm like, let just some things, like, I would never want to see, personally, a raw office reboot. I think that would be the worst thing they could ever do. Yeah. Or I would rather just appreciate it for what it is. Yeah. But, I don't um, know.
1: Just people who purposely go out of their way to like be pissed off about something like i get it for some things or whatever you know but like <laughs> with this kind of stuff i'm just like you can just take it for what it is like you can take it for what it is there mm-hmm. is definitely like an oversaturation of like these weird reboots of like older things for sure but like i mean if you're gonna be watching it if you know you're not gonna like it then don't bother
0: like yeah and don't make it bad. what is that vine where it's like Female Ghostbusters, I'm an adult version. Right? <laughs> yeah, yeah, <laughs> so like, yeah. People were so mad about the female Ghostbusters. I never watched it. I really didn't care, to be Me- honest. Yeah. But it, a lot of times people don't even realize a lot of Disney movies are reboots. Yeah. Um, What's that movie called? Uh, Freaky Friday is actually a mm-hmm. reboot. The one that we know yeah. and love, there's an old school version. Mm-hmm. Um, the same with Parent Trap. Mm-hmm. All these movies that like, feel nostalgic for us are actually reboots yeah or like
1: 16 wishes or whatever yeah Yeah. like so much of the stuff how maybe like how we react to reboots of like stuff we watch from our childhood those are probably how like our parents generation reacted for people who grew up with like that kind of stuff yeah maybe not so much immigrant parents i would assume so i don't think they would have
0: necessarily an opinion but I feel like for everyone else, I feel like they probably have the same attitude. I think the only one that's, like, kind of targeted would mm-hmm. be the Fuller House. It's yeah. It's definitely targeted to the older generation. Yes. And reselling them, this whole idea. And then there's the other one where, say, by the Bell, they made a new... Yes. One. It looks terrible. I don't know why. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> it looks so bad, but, like, that's the two... In my mind, I could see that maybe the older generation would be like, oh, it was better. Fuller House was better when I was younger. For sure. Et cetera, et cetera. I don't know. Some stories can be told again. Mm -hmm. Like, Gossip Girl, the premise. Yeah. And what they took from it, from what I've understood. Because you told me. You've been watching. I haven't been. Yeah. But, like, they chose to out who A, or not A. (laughs) <laughs> you okay, Little Liar and Gossip Girl are kind of similar. Um, yeah. They out who Gossip Girl is from the beginning. Yeah. That's completely different than the original.
1: Yeah. Definitely, I have a lot of critiques about the show, but it's not because it's, like, a reboot. But, yeah, I just feel like you can
0: enjoy things. Not everything
1: has to be, like, the super...
0: Did you hear that? You can enjoy things. Wow. Everyone, that is the biggest <laughs> yeah, advice I, to take away from I'm this. I'm just
1: like, I'm not watching this stuff because I expect top-tier entertainment. I'm watching it because
0: it's just fun. Just Don't, don't. question why you're entertained constantly. Yeah. I say, I, I take that with a grain of salt, though. Mm-hmm. Yeah. But, like, for the most part, it's okay not to be a film bro about everything. Yeah. You don't have to, like, fight Club you you really don't <laughs> yeah you do have to like shark <laughs> oh you do have to do that you, that's real taste okay like shrek like yeah i'm just gonna talk about all my niche interests out of here. <laughs> you can't tell me it's not a movie literally <laughs> first at least the first two you cannot tell me those are not like well-made animated movies mm-hmm. they won an
1: oscar Let us and not most of us don't even realize that it's older than most of us were like it came Mm -hmm. out even before like lots of us were even like born
0: i mean i was born
1: we were born but it was like 2001 or whatever like 2000 like it's like like, old yeah (laughs) and it still like holds up it still holds up and they just want to make a reboot like see that for example something like that i'm just like why are you doing a
0: reboot? oh i'm so upset about it the animation yeah it looks like a minion movie i'm pretty sure it's by the same production company that oh Minions. wait they've already
1: like clips out
0: i saw okay i could be wrong because the internet can lie to you <laughs> i saw a poster of it and it's animated so weird i hate when they change animation styles yeah like
1: that. it's true actually you know what i didn't realize there was like kind of like a reboot of some kind but that i hate winx club so with oh my god (laughs) so actually technically there's technically like two reboots of winx club so there was like the original winx club that came out um, and then, like, I don't know if it was, like, a few years later or whatever, like, that, I think some sort of, like, secondary reboot came out, mm-hmm. whereas, like, this, I think, like, the animation was generally, like, the same, but it was, like, cleaner, it looked a bit better and stuff like that, but now, at least for the last couple of years, I don't know if it's still ongoing, but, um, maybe, like, early, like, 2015, 2016, 2017, um, I don't know who took over, like, the storyline, like, the animation and stuff, but mm-hmm. literally, actually one of the most horrid looking reanimation styles of like a show i've ever seen it's actually like the the, the characters do not look like the styling is just completely
0: I different why, with animation i love spongebob because there's their adaptation over the years has been slight yeah and it hasn't been a complete change as far as i know yeah but a lot of times when they do this, this is a whole other discussion. But like yeah. strawberry shortcake, it's just like oh, slowly yeah. making the people of color lighter skinned yeah. as they ad- reanimate it, and yeah. they just look bad. Yeah. I thought you were talking about the real life Wings Club that oh, Netflix did. No, I was actually, like, I, that is I, bad. <laughs> that
1: aside from the whitewash casting, I actually really enjoyed that. No It was way. actually I actually like. A I, one. I, I know, I know. I actually really like that. It was like a more like aged up. Like I. Again, with like reboots and stuff like that, I feel like you're like you sh- you should take it more as like what it is, mm. you know. Otherwise, you're just not gonna enjoy it at I all. Also ever think
0: you can judge it individually. Yeah, like Avatar being re- rebooted into a live action. I'm really glad that they're like didn't age it up. Yeah, like this story does not need to be sexy. Yeah, like that would be weird. Yeah, <laughs> like I think you have to take it individually.
1: Mm-hmm. If we had the power to force these companies who are making these like these shows or movies or whatever to change it back to like how it should look. Like for example, the Sonic live action movie that came out. Oh, the
0: original so animation great.
1: style yeah. was absolutely horrid. It didn't make sense like anatomically or whatever. It
0: became a huge deal. Yeah,
1: and it was to the point where like Sony was just like, "Okay, you know what?" we'll redo it we will spend the time and money to like that redo the animation to do it the better
0: power of fans yeah and that's why one of the things i want to talk about with you yeah like there's such an influence now with social media because you can directly tweet at mm-hmm. cw and be like riverdale is bad yeah and you guys need help yeah like, you can say that and they know it they're yeah. well aware of the crit- criticism mm-hmm. there's like such a different culture like when you were a kid the dogs are breathing yeah (laughs) yeah sorry Um, you're gonna hear faith
1: breathing a little
0: (laughs) if you (laughs) don't mind i remember with like the first time people started becoming fans was like one direction slash like twilight like that era Mm. do you do you think it's like different like were you a big fan of like a specific franchise like yeah and if you were what would you have asked them to change about that franchise if you could like communicate the way that you can now yeah oh my god these dogs they have toys um
1: so for me in terms of like that kind of like fandom stuff um well the thing is like fandom has always existed that's the thing i think most people don't realize that but like this idea of like being like a stan and stuff mm-hmm. it's always existed it just looks very different now because of sure. technology and stuff but like there's this thing like for me I'm really into K-pop. I'm on K-pop like stan Twitter and stuff like that. Mm. And for me my first major group um not gonna name drop them but like they are arguably the most popular <laughs> group sure. right now. Your imagination. You you know but for you not know nice clues. but I I was murdered on the streets from the fandom. So I do not have fond memories of them anymore. A victim. Yes, I was yeah. a victim. I got murdered on the streets several times. Um but with that uh group um their um their popularity and stuff was likened to like the beatles craze and stuff like okay yeah they they were the f- like musically with like charts like um with like charting songs and stuff like that like their popularity like beat some of the beatles records like something like not e- like not even like one direction in sync or whatever were able to beat you know sure and to find out like oh I mean, phantom culture does tend to differ, like, in the West versus, like, the East. Mm -hmm. There's definitely more of, like, at least for me, I, like, growing up and stuff, I was very much into, like, Harry Potter and stuff like that for me. I never got to
0: because I was sheltered. (laughs) Yes.
1: I don't know. Witchcraft, you know? Witchcraft,
0: I mean. Yeah. I, I don't know.
1: But, yeah, for me, I was, like, super into Harry Potter. Then I got into, like, anime, so I was, like, super, like, into, like, Attack on Titan, or on, like, High School Host Club and stuff. So, I wasn't necessarily online in those, like, fan communities, so Mm -hmm. I can't really speak to this, like, the sort of Tumblr stereotype of, like, a fangirl at that point in time. Like, I just kind of saw from the outside, I was, like, my interests were very much, like, with myself. I didn't, like, talk to people about them and stuff. But I if you had,
0: like, an Mm -hmm. issue, or, like, you felt some sort of way about it, you didn't, like, communicate that with, like, an online community. Yeah, like...
1: I only started like doing like the online sort of fan community once I got into K-pop. Okay. So, but I did see obviously everyone saw the cut, sort of like fanatical like fangirl archetype from like the Tumblr ages, like growing up and stuff like
0: that. I'm a gone to realize yeah. Like, <laughs> yeah. yeah, you know,
1: this sort of like super hoolock type thing, people getting like um, the Deathly Hallows, like tattoo with like the wa- the Elder Holy Wand, crap. You know so that kind of thing.
0: I've never seen. <laughs> I have seen Harry Potter. I know all of these things. I don't know anything yeah. about the plot. I could not tell you how it ends. Mm-hmm. What happens? I know what butterbeer is i know yeah what a muggle is i know these words <laughs> yeah no context just pure osmosis, osmosis of the brain but yes i know the triangle thing yes exactly
1: <laughs> we know people from our school that got it you know mm-hmm. um no judgment because honestly the tattoo is kind of sick you do what makes you happy you know yeah but like <laughs> in terms of like the sort of like critiquing of like a certain like media and stuff like that i think at that point like for me i was like 10 to 12 years old most of us were during that specific like fangirl phase so i don't most of us were just kind of like consuming things we weren't necessarily we didn't have the capacity or like the knowledge to necessarily critique those things
0: until like now until the
1: last few years would you say
0: it was blissful more than when there was less of that like having an opinion about everything for sure like you said earlier ignorance is bliss and it's true yeah i think I
1: don't know. I feel like for lots of people, I guess specifically with Harry Potter and like J.K. Rowling, like, first of all, fuck her, right? <laughs> you can still enjoy aspects of like, obviously, like with Harry Potter, like, I still very much, I love the movies, I still like love the books and stuff. But now I have the knowledge to critique. Like lots of the things that were wrong, lots of like the racist type of like caricatures of like characters.
0: Why do characters. I know everything about this movie <laughs> except? Yeah. I, know, like, yeah, I know. Like, there's a whole like anti-Semitic aspect. To
1: yeah, it. But yeah, like, like the like the uh, yeah the anti-Semitism, the racism, and stuff like that. And it's I'm very glad to be like have the capacity to like realize that and learn that now for sure, especially as like a queer person of color, you know, as a black person especially, or like. But I feel like, I don't know, it's obviously people's choice to decide what they want to consume or not and stuff, but.
0: I don't don't want to interrupt you, but I know that one thing you kind of opened my eyes to is separating the art from the artist, but you actually say it in the right way. Mm. Oh, okay. (laughs) Yes. People (laughs) say that wrong. Yes.
1: Okay. So separating the art from the artist, no, you cannot do that yeah the person who is making the art they have a stance on something they have opinions and you you are in you as a person and what you create is informed by your experiences and your beliefs as a person you can't separate that Mm -hmm. like but but for me i would rather and this is like something i've realized also um is that i would rather go through the world consuming media by like these quote-unquote problematic people whatever problematic also has been like overused to the point where it's lost its meaning you know
0: but canceling
1: yeah but i would rather have that while also acknowledging i'm just like yeah they're a shitty person so and i recognize that i completely recognize that but most people don't want to recognize that because they try to put the blame off of themselves for consuming something like that you know
0: like it's easier to just be like And, like, with the whole... I don't want to get into a huge thing about cancel culture because it's a whole conversation. Mm -hmm. Like, my perspective of it is, like, if I don't want to be putting money towards something that I think is wrong, I have the right and I should be able to make that informed decision based on what's given to me. Yeah. And that doesn't mean that this person should have like the worst life ever. that all the fans like if you don't take my choice Mm -hmm. you're wrong but it's also like there's such a quick like discarding of people and it's easy like you feel better about yourself like some fans especially like i'm more into like have been more into youtube culture Mm -hmm. so it'll be like oh but like stand this person for clear skin yeah <laughs> yeah fan can, like, responding versus like people like i like kanye West's music. yeah <laughs> and he is he's t- has some issues going on there and like there's it's a complicated issue mm-hmm. but ignoring that doesn't make me feel better and like not listening to his music and not like admitting to myself that i like what he made <laughs> yeah <laughs> it doesn't help either her.
1: yeah like i would rather 100 percent surround myself with people who still consume media by problematic people or terrible people
0: mm-hmm.
1: while at least acknowledging completely that like yeah this person is like fucked up then rather have people who either will separate the art from the artist whatever like saying yeah, basically it's like oh they're not a bad person like i like their music
0: so they can't be a bad person or have people like oh i don't care what chris brown has done yeah his music is good yeah you know it's like oh my god and like <laughs> s-
1: like stop no he's a terrible if you want to listen to his music then do that like be proud of the fact that you listen to his music but that doesn't mean you can't acknowledge your bed yeah you- sleep in it. exactly yeah, like 100%. if you're gonna be you can't like on obviously, with that kind of stuff, it's not necessarily, like... It's our personal responsibility to take the blame for, like, what these celebrities do, you know? Sure. But you should be able to... If you're going to listen to these people, there's no excuse.
0: Yeah. You know?
1: And I say that for myself, too. Don't be a
0: coward about it.
1: Yeah. Or, like... I guess it's more of just, like, the futility of it all. Because no matter how many people choose not to support these people it's just like they will always have support chris brown no matter how many things for example chris brown he's like the epitome of this no matter how much you can't
0: actually cancel people
1: you can't you can't cancel celebrities because nothing actually happens to them what is one celebrity that has ever been
0: canceled um the has like the only one i can think about is bill cosby because there was actually like the law was mm-hmm. involved or like Har- harvey weinstein yeah like unfortunately it's not a crime to do racist things yeah and that's like a tear obviously that's a
1: terrible thing and stuff but people always complain about how cancel culture is so stupid and stuff like that how it's just like you don't let people grow or whatever and like i get that but also i feel like most people need to realize cancel culture is actually like not a real thing
0: it's not it's real not thing. If you don't want like my stance is like you don't have to air out what you feel necessarily newsflash generation Z, you do not have to say everything you mm. feel and actually explain yourself. Yeah. If I see someone I follow, um, the recently an actor I loved has had some um accusations I didn't have to go on Twitter and be like, I supported this person. Now they're canceled. Yeah. I just unfollowed them. Yeah. And that was the end of it.
1: hmm Just no celebrity's life has been ruined just because people have canceled them online. Like, none of them. Absolutely none of them. The only people that are affected by cancel culture are the people that try to actually critique these celebrities and i know that because that's happened to me on k-pop twitter mm-hmm. and stuff like within k-pop and stuff there is a plethora of anti-blackness anti-indigeneity and racism and stuff that's so yeah. prevalent every week there's always a new scandal of, like um an idol saying the n-word an idol like wearing like this like heads- like uh like this headdress or something like that right yeah. and it's hard being a fan of like this whole like musical like entertainment industry when this is constantly happening and stuff but for me when i tried to call it up with the one group i mentioned before particularly from a song that was released september like 26
0: 2019
1: (laughs) um 27 2019 yeah um i was the one that got canceled online i have thousands of people in my in my, in my replies, in my DMs and stuff like that. Absolutely. Tell me that I have worm, worms for brains without harassing me and my friends, particularly me and my black friends who were rightfully upset by the, this one member doing a certain hairstyle and stuff like that. We were the ones that got hurt and were traumatized. It's just, it's only the fans that are affected. And it's always the fans that are always trying to critique these celebrities and treat them as humans that have fallible qualities to them and stuff. But mm. as long as there is 90% of the fans that will continue to support them, nothing has been lost for them. They will continue to do the same things over and over again. And but for us it's ruined. Our experiences will always be ruined yeah. because I mean intersectionality within like fandom and stuff is a very huge topic and stuff like that. Yeah. Um And actually, um, a mutual friend that I have, like, on, like, Stan Twitter and stuff like that, their name is Stitch. They are, um, a black NB person that, they've, like, basically, like, dedicated their career about critiquing, like, fandom spaces and, like, the abuse and stuff, particularly black fans can go through, but also, like, other, like, POC fans in particular. And, I highly suggest watching, like, their, like, podcasts and stuff. I think, they're at, like, their handle is, like, stick, like, stickomacy or something like that. Or, like, it's, like, stitches, like, mixed media or whatever like that. Mm -hmm. But that's a whole different thing that I cannot talk about in this. But it's always, but it's always, it's not always, like, specifically just in general, fans that get hurt. It's always like, the marginalized fans in a fandom.
0: And it's funny because it's, like, I saw this tweet it was so funny. Like, kind of funny but also terrible. And it's like, how did they know the right slurs to use? Yeah! <laughs> it's like when people are boring you online, like, yeah. how did they know? Yeah. Um, like, it's kind of funny but also terrible, but it's like, as soon as someone's backed up in the corner feeling defensive, mm-hmm. they know those words really easily. Yeah. And they know what to like, they cut back and it's kind of like, oh, why is that like in your vocabulary? Yeah. Like, that's vile.
1: Yeah. And these, these people that baby these celebrities that they adore, like, it's just idiotic. They're like, oh my god, they didn't know, or whatever, they didn't grow up in the West. Obviously, no one's expecting them to have, like, perfect knowledge of everything and stuff like that. But, I guess specifically, again, to talk about this one group, um, they have been famous for, um, almost seven years, eight years. Um, they are uber rich. They have internet access. They live in a place that has the fastest internet access in the world. They have been critiqued on all of these issues before. There is no way that they, they have know teams. This is yeah, what I always
0: think about I'm like yeah, where is the Olivia Pope PR person? Yeah, like do people not get PR training anymore? Like I actually I ponder this constantly. The yeah. most delusion happens. Yeah, and like. That's what, like, my question was initially. Like, I think we kind of answered it. Like, it was simpler as your younger self to be a fan of something. Yeah. And I personally didn't fall into any fan, big fans, until later on in my life. So mm-hmm. I feel like I didn't, like, I was a private fan. Kind of Like you were saying. Yeah. I didn't have Tumblr. Like, I really didn't have a phone a lot of my middle school years. Like, I got a phone in, like, high school. So i used like the family computer like it wasn't like always access i had my ds though and that was freaking awesome (laughs) (laughs) like i wasn't as much involved in that and i'm honestly thankful because yeah i have friends who survived tumblr like it's kind of hilarious (laughs) to say that but they 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 survived it yeah um and i just think like i don't think i would have been as like optimistic about liking things or like feel like I could fully give in and, like, trust, like, like, being okay with who I liked or, like, um, what show I was obsessed with or, like, what actors I really liked. Mm-hmm. And because I fell into it kind of later on. Yeah. I already kind of had those, I was able to see, like, behavioral patterns, like, you know, yeah. being mature enough to be like, oh, like, this person kind of seems, like, kind of shitty, like. mm mm-hmm. Are they objectively attractive? Maybe. Yeah. Do I want to watch and support them? Probably not. Yeah. Like, that's a big part of it. And I don't know. I'm, I'm glad we talked about this.
1: Oh, my the God. The dog's... <laughs> <laughs> yeah. But, yeah, I don't believe in... You can't separate the art from the artist, yeah. obviously, because I am still into K-pop. Yeah. I'm not... I can't sit here and critique people that dare to... I follow I mean, these, like, celebrities when I am in the midst of, like, the most like, anti-black or, like, anti-indigenous community as a black person, you know? Yeah. Like, I, I. that's why I'm just, like, I would rather have someone say have the ability to critique these people if they're going to cons- constantly consume, yeah. like, their media and stuff. Because that is way better and way more conducive than an experience like, human to human, than just being super black or white about yeah, something. Yeah, and
0: then, not to get into a full conversation again but like people get tattoos they get yeah. like attached to these characters these song lyrics and stuff and I think having that mentality can help you cope if you know like I'll never know if my favorite artist is like a really good person like yeah. they could be really private online mm-hmm. who knows if I was to get like a lyric that I loved
1: mm-hmm. but
0: I had that mentality where it's like if this happens, this isn't... It's not the end. It's not the end of the world, and you can appreciate it for what it was.
1: Yeah, exactly.
0: Know? So.
1: Which is something I wish I had, you know? Like, yeah. I wish that I at least had, like, those, like, fond memories to, like, look back on at sure. the end of the day, but for me, it's just filled with, like, that, that time period yeah. for me that I can't even, like... It's informed how I interact with celebrities now and stuff like that, too, mm-hmm. which... I mean, at that point, I was already good with, like, critiquing them and stuff like that. But I realized after that, I was like, oh, people are actually insane. Like, they will do anything. Fanatics. They are fanatics. And I just... I realized, too, that... And the, uh, this has had been, like, with the people that I bonded with at that time, who are now, like, my that. very close friends now, too. <laughs> <It's> <laughs> like... Really sorry. Yeah. But, like... You're you cannot like you are not an activist when you were in a phantom when you were taking a celebrity and stuff like that mm. i would rather spend my time and energy like my, my full energy fighting people changing the way things look in the world like, politically or whatever, that, or, like, in government systems, then fight people online over a celebrity they... Like,
0: yeah, over a celebrity
1: that either I want to critique or they want to cancel. And they're just
0: gonna respond with the stupid fan cams. Yes. And that is the most to <laughs> tool that yeah. they use. Yeah. I don't know. It is such, like... It yeah. is true. Mm-hmm. Having these morals and having morality, it's honestly better use to use it yeah. on a practical level. Like, go yeah. sign some petitions, write some yeah. emails to... Yeah, local politicians. And honestly, it's a huge part of it. just putting your phone down. Exactly. Yeah. Separate yourself from the artist. Exactly. <laughs> yeah, separate yourself <laughs> from
1: the artist. Like, I'm not going to depend... My morals are not going to depend on a, a celebrity that I consume media of.
0: Mm-hmm. Because
1: you are always going to be miserable. 100%. And it's not even going to be conducive or change anything.
0: Yeah. Yeah. 100%. Just yeah that's what it's about Mm mm-hmm this was free therapy yeah yeah all right well thank you hill for being on my podcast so sorry that we've talked so long it's okay it's good conversation so yeah when i'm editing this Mm -hmm. i'll be reliving it and be like oh that was that was a good that was a good moment yes um Yes, thank you guys for listening to Between Us Friends <laughs> Give me a review on Apple Podcast <laughs> <laughs> yes. I'm like a yes. I like this No, but Apple Podcast, you can leave a review If you're not going to give me five stars Please don't do it. <laughs> But, um, yeah Thanks for listening I don't know when me and Danica will do this again Or Julie It's been a crazy summer mm-hmm. But, um I'm sure I'll be back sooner than you think. All right. Any last? Oh Oh my god.
1: Actually, I don't have. I assume you're gonna say, "Do I have any last words?" Yeah. Um, no, but as the listeners can hear, apparently my dogs do. So I'm very sorry. (laughs) Um, post talk for all the panting, the squeaking, the rummaging (laughs) from these little rats. Um, they're hyped. They're hyped, and. Faith won't stop looking at me or breathing, as you can hear.
0: So (laughs) it's all good. Yeah. All right. Thank
1: you for having me. Thank
0: you for doing this. Of course. I I will bring you back, definitely. Yes, of course. All right. Yes.
1: Goodbye. (laughs)